So when you're ready, we are ready. On me? All right. Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. This is also episode 136. Also 136? <laughs> it is. Is also because it's SLC Punkcast and it's 136. Ah, okay. <laughs> the way you worded it, it's it always... like we had another episode 136. <laughs> right. I, I can see, yeah, I should have chosen my words better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's irrelevant right now, so. Yeah, this is the Punkcast. <laughs> this is the one and only episode numbered or called 136. All right. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining. Uh, a lot of great new stuff, as there always is. Let's do a quick rundown of the new and upcoming albums. Uh, Television Supervision with the album Waldo on January 17th. Anti-Flag with 2020 Vision on the 17th. What's Your Damage with self-titled What's Your Damage on the 17th. The Drowns with Under Tension on the 17th. The World Inferno Friendship Society. All Borders Are Porous to Cats is the name of the album. That was really long. All Borders <laughs> Are Porous to Cats. That's the name of the album. All Borders Are Porous to Cats. <laughs> yes, that, that came out in 17th. Dead Broke Records released their Year of the Pig, which was a 2019 sampler of stuff that was released on Dead Broke Records that came out on the 17th. Jet 8. Came out uh, with Chasing the High on the 17th. I listened to some of that. It's really good. It's a six-piece band out of Prague. And they have brass instruments, but they are not. They don't really consider themselves ska. They used to be a ska band. They used to be two different bands. They combined. And then they've kind of evolved more into a more of a punk band, but they still include mm. brass instruments. And I heard it because I thought, all right, is it going to sound ska? And it had some ska elements, but I wouldn't say other than you hear the, the trumpets that it was ska. Well, I think one of the discernible qualities of a ska song would be the upstrokes on the sure. guitar, where it's like, ding, 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 and no matter which tempo. So if um, I say unless it has that, regardless of the inclusion of horns, then yeah, it's a ska song. Sure. Because I've heard plenty of ska songs that have that guitar style that don't even have horns, like Operation right. Ivy is a is a leading example of that. Absolutely. <laughs> So, yeah, I think it's just a brass-infused punk by the sounds of it. Definitely check it out. I recommend it. I thought it was really good. Uh, you can see it on Bandcamp, uh, Jet 8. That's Jet and the number 8. Probably because there's eight people in there. Could be. I thought there were six, but there might have been eight at one time. I don't know. Yeah. I, I forget. I just barely came across them within maybe like a week ago. So definitely check it out. Cool band. Big list still yet to go. Raid came out with This Is A Riot EP on January 18th. The Raging Nathans did a split with Dead Bars on the 19th. Big Sad did uh, the Sworn To Protect. It's a single on the 19th. Biting Dogs released the single No Tolerance on the 20th. Band-Aid Brigade with I'm Separate came out on the 21st. You'll hear some of that coming up. Never Learn put out the single World Out There. On the 23rd, definitely going to be playing that before too long on the show. That's that's a good track right there. American Television with Watch Burn on the 24th. Kings Never Die with Raise a Glass EP on the 24th. Eric, why don't you finish off that list at Gulag Beach? Let's see. Where do we... Okay, so continuing on the 24th, we have a Gulag Beach with a Sarazin Diet. Diet spelled with an A. 
Yes. Continuing on, we have Dead Friends with High Waisted Jeans. And that's jeans as in, like, uh, genetics. Do we have Tough Actin' Tin Actins on the, with the Event Horizon EP. Then Color Killer, Not Your Valentine's Single. Then Gab de la Vega, Beyond Space and Time. And that will do it for the 24th. That's a big release date that we are seeing here. Yeah. Then uh, going into the 25th, we have The Rats with After the Blackout. Then there's the Detained Holocaust Crisis cover. Which, (laughs) let me rephrase that. Holocaust, which is a song by Crisis. They covered it in this single. That will be released on the 27th. Also on the 27th, uh, Cure, uh, C-U-I-R, have a demo single LP coming out on the 27th. A demo single LP. <laughs> that, that, that was, I think, a combination of all the stuff that they released during last year. They're a French band. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It was cool. It was either a demo single LP, as in it was just one LP that was going to be released <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on from there. The uh, 31st of January, we have Twin Pigs with Chaos Baby. The Red Light Rebels with Rewind Erase EP. The Dropkick Murphys with the Smash Shit Up single. Still no precise release date. I can find it. Still no. January's ending this week, and I did not see it, but the video that I saw said end of the month, yeah, which so be- would be January. So between now, the 28th of January and the 31st, which is... Friday. Yeah, Friday. So it should be coming out hopefully before the weekend. Right. Otherwise, we are going to... We're going to have to smash sit up on the Dropkick Murphys. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving into the new month, February 1st, we'll start it off with Punka, Ever Get the Feeling, You've Ever Been Cheated, and Folk. I think that's how you say it. F-O-C, La Fera Feroce. Yeah, that looks the good. Fifth. Then we have, on the 7th, Spanish Love Songs with Brave Faces, Everyone. And also on the 7th, Speedmobile EP, and that rounds up our list. One one to add, uh, Backbreaker put out the Backbreaker EP, or they're going to on the first as well. I've heard some of that already. That's pretty good. All right. Yes. Can't wait for that. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. As per usual, we're going to play a lot of good stuff because that's what we do. That's what that's the whole point of the show is playing some good stuff. Yeah, a third of it may be dedicated to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Just It's a long list. It is a long list, but they're all worth talking about. And unfortunately, haven't been able to get to all of them, but we're going to get to a lot. And we'll see if I can pick some up maybe over on the... The, the Punkanoi Worldwide, because there's still so much, and we just can't get to all of it on a, one show a week. Yep. We don't have the time to do the show every single day. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do it every day. Right. But, but yeah, even then, it would just be a lot of work for not a lot of payoff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we still have to feed ourselves, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Uh, speaking of the new music, so you, you picked yes. one that was on the list. Yes, I did. I picked the band Band-Aid Brigade. As I have mentioned before, I am a wild Pears fan. Yes, you I are. I love the band Pears. I love everything that they've put out from uh, from Go to Prison up until the recent single they put out earlier this year, which we played a few episodes back. And I'm looking forward to their upcoming album. But for now, we have the band Brit- <laughs> Band-Aid Brigade. With uh, their self-titled, not self-titled, Pairs is a self-titled record. The album is called I'm Separate. Yes. And it includes the singer of Pairs, Zach Quinn, and also Brian Wallstrom from Scorpios and Gods of Mount Olympus. So a super group, sort of, if you will. Right. Yeah. And as far as I know, I think it's, uh, these are the two main composers, and I think they bring in uh, session instrumentalists to uh, round up the sound. 
And that sound is very soft, very ambient in a way, kind of like a, a kind of poppy rock in some areas. It's really, it's really punk in the same way that a band like Alkaline Trio is punk. Okay. You know, not all about the brash and the grip, but more about like the emotion and these kind of, these kind of raw feelings, this kind of like, let it flow in kind of a soft way. <laughs> so, so that was the that's basically what I got out of the whole uh, Band Aid Brigade album. And the one that stuck with me was the song that we're gonna play today, "Break the Grid." Let's give this a listen, shall we? <laughs> we shall. It's already starting off like a song you'd hear from the '80s. Yeah, like it belongs on an '80s movie soundtrack. Yep, it just sounds like that. Uh, the little uh, love synth, and then the, then it's like, all right, let's build it up. I did hear that song earlier, and my impressions still stay the same. It sounds a lot like something I would have heard in the '80s. Yep, <laughs> really does. Got those. Uh, got a lot of synthesizers, a lot of uh, yeah, and a lot of that kind of vibrant guitar. Yeah, that's not not too hard. And yeah, those real sing-songy vocals. <laughs> Absolutely, I like the '80s. I, I am a child of the '80s, and I, I like the the '80s throwbacks. I thought it was cool. Yeah, there's a yeah you know, a lot of '80s throwback in a. 
just media in general, but but yeah, it's nice to hear some of those uh, synth bands that or that synth sound come back because it's kind of a dead art right, right. now. Yeah, and there's a. I'm not saying we got to bring back Take on Me. Please don't. But <laughs> <laughs> but there's still a lot of great bands out there that incorporated uh, that sound and are continuing to bring that into the new millennium. So. Stoked that that is going on, and Band-Aid Brigade is doing it very well. Absolutely. Brian and Zach, obviously, uh, into that kind of thing, and it doesn't sound like their other projects, so it's cool that they have oh, something yeah. else to you know to go to stay on the route, because obviously pairs are still releasing new stuff yeah. as pairs, but also at the same time do something else at the same, you know, yeah. that's totally different. I feel like this is a... a a band that gives Zach a bit of a break from sure <laughs> the raucous energy of pairs having to scream all the time, but <laughs> right, yeah, it was like I could just lay back and give my vocals a break and just and just be cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of something that is totally different, this is totally different. This next one, this is a band, uh, new band out of Denver. Not a lot of social media stuff. I just came across it. I don't remember where. I think one of the other Denver bands shared something, but they have a Bandcamp page, so you can go look up Class Violence on Bandcamp. And they released Atonement. There's a handful of tracks on Atonement. This track right here is called The Crew. They just released this end of the year, so it's December 29th. And it's a short one. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, one of two Denver bands that I'm going to be playing on this episode by Ooh. purely by coincidence. It just you know I wanted to play them both, but uh, they just happened to end up on the same episode. So first one here is Class Violence. <laughs> Much like the first track, see that all the first track reminded me of sounds of the '80s, but for a different reason. Yeah, this reminded me of sounds of the '80s, but a totally different style of music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I was kind of thinking of too. Definitely, definitely a lot of that old UK sound, the UK '82, right? And good. God, was that production shit. <laughs> that was some lo-fi right there. <laughs> but, yeah, you kind of expect that with uh, bands like this. Uh, I think it turned out cool uh, to, to hear maybe, uh, I don't know if they're going to go a different route with that at all. 
if this is more, I have no idea, but I liked it. Um, I, I think it kind of does have that throwback sound to it. Yeah. And, and same, I mean, we're, we're playing two tracks here released just a couple weeks apart, like three weeks apart, that, but they're all you know brand new and they kind of have that old sound to them. Yeah. Different old sounds, but old sounds nonetheless. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Well, we're going to go to some of the sounds maybe a little more modern. It doesn't really, it, it rings true, the message of this, for since punk has been its in, in its inception 40-plus years ago. Uh, and I typically don't play tracks again. Once we play a track on this show, there's just too much music. We don't go mm -hmm. back, you know. Yeah. But I have a feeling before the end of this year, I might play this track again. And uh, it's from Tinseltown Rebellion. They put it out right before the elections there in the UK in December. Came out December 7th, so it's new. It's just over a month old. Tinseltown Rebellion is from Nottingham over there in the UK. And uh, like a lot of punk bands, a lot of working class people, they should have this opinion of a lot of politicians that are out there. And the name of this track is called Shit. In parentheses, it's UK general election 2019, but the message, I think, is applicable for a lot of places, including our country. So oh, yeah. here there, is some shit. There is a lot of shit in the system. Shit! 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 Shit!
So what I took away from that song is they're all liars, so fuck you. Yeah, I kind of got that, too. <laughs> but I mostly got that they think that the people running in that last election are shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every party, all those parties, all yep. parties, and not just those parties. You could translate that here into the U.S. and all those parties, and I'm sure there's a lot of other countries out there, too. All those political parties yeah. are shit. You know how you know that this was released in, the, uh, in Britain? How's that? Because it's shit. If it was in, if it was Scottish, it'd be shite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good song. Good it song. Good Despite song. its title, it is not shit. No, it's cool. <laughs> I, I like Tinseltown Rebellion. That again was a single, and that single is shit. Even though it's way cooler and shit, just like Eric said. All right, yeah. let's get, do some older or lesser known tracks. In this case, this is an older track. Oh, much much older. Uh, if you've been uh, following the news lately, a lot of you uh, old school hardcore guys or even old school metal guys uh, probably read that Reed Mullen, the longtime drummer of Corrosion of Conformity, has passed away. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah he was. Uh, yeah, consequent. The uh, circumstances of his death are still unknown. We don't know uh, uh, how he died, but really, like any death, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it just, you know, th- someone out there always. Uh, Always feels it hard, and for he a lot a of drummer. us, yeah, he was a he was an amazing drummer, and for a band like Corrosion and Conformity, who ran the genre, who ran the gamut of genres like a hardcore and crossover to like sludge and stoner metal, and Reed Mullen was there not all the time. He was out for a couple albums in like the late two thousands and twenty tens, but for most of their releases, especially their bigger releases, especially in the nineties, he was helming the throne and just bringing it. Just bringing a really intense style, you know. It was punk and hardcore, but it was still like that old Black Sabbathy style uh, kind of jazz filled drumming. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, a lot of great albums. If you want to do a deep dive on Corrosion Conformity, uh, yeah, <laughs> you can start off with their uh, earlier stuff. You know, more raw, hardcore, and even like a bit on the thrashier side. Or you can go into their uh, later discography. If you're into that uh, stoner and sludge metal type stuff, I love it all, personally. I think they have did everything really well. And the song we're going to play is from their first album, Eye for an Eye, which is their straight-up hardcore record, you know, lo-fi and just absolutely, just absolutely raw. Done in one take, it sounds like, and it just fucking rips. This is for the song, Minds Are Controlled. This is for real? Good start, good start. 
minds are controlled. Yeah, definitely a far cry from their uh, later records. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, Reed Mullen, R.I.P. <laughs> right? And all the other drummers, a handful of drummers, we were just having that discussion uh, yeah. before the show started. A lot of other drummers have passed on recently, so hopefully that stops. Yeah, hopefully they, uh, I don't know, hopefully they start taking, uh, I don't know, guitarists now. <laughs> Too many guitarists, not enough drummers. There you go. <laughs> All right, the, the, the band I picked is King Size Braces. They are out of Canada. They put out one album back in 2000. They did a split in 2001 with the Hudson Falcons. They weren't a band terribly long, but they did put out some cool stuff. Uh, Land of Broken Dreams is the name of the album. Over on Punkanoi Worldwide, I had Scabs on there doing a couple episodes with me. We did a bunch of Canadian bands. And this is one of the picks he did. I really liked him a lot. I wasn't familiar with him before he picked to play it on that show, so I wanted to play him again. And so here it is. This one is This One's For The Boys. <laughs> <laughs>
one is for me, and this one is for you. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. It's cool band, King Size Braces. Uh, unfortunately, it's one of those bands that puts up great music, great album, and then that's pretty much it, man. They did a split the year later, and no other music that I've seen. Yeah, that's such a common tale. <laughs> and Is it's that... been about 20 years since yeah. that was released. Well, maybe they'll do a uh, 20-year anniversary. That would be cool. I would the... love to go see King Size Braces. Yeah, if the demand is high enough. Right? I'm, sure they, I'm sure they got their fans. <laughs> yes. All right, let's talk about a touring band. This is uh, one you picked and put on there. Where are they touring? Yeah, they're touring. I couldn't find information on if they were playing in other cities, but as far as I know, they are coming up to do a one-off show here in Utah. Oh, that's great. Yep, the band is called Stay Away. They are from Lemon Grove, California, and this is the side project of the drummer Zach Prescott of PSO. He sings in this band. Awesome. <laughs> yep. They have that, and like PSO, they have that same style, kind of that uh, late 80s, early 90s, straightforward hardcore with kind of has that youth crew edge. Only this one's a bit more on the, a bit more on the metal side, in my opinion. I'm not saying they're like doing totally chunky riffs and like uh, doing tremolo picking or anything like that, but the riffs are just meaner here. <laughs> That's the only way I could describe it. There's, it's just kind of a stark difference between that and PSO. But anyway, they are coming up from Lemon Grove to play a show in Salt Lake City with a stacked lineup of great local bands. We got Despite Despair, we have Mandalore, Violent Unrest, Zodiac Killer, and, oh, there is one more. There is one more, and I can't remember it. Well, why think of that? When and where is this? <laughs> okay, this will be at the uh, Provo Bicycle Club. Okay. Down in Provo, Utah. It'll be this Saturday, February 1st. And I know for some listeners up here in Salt Lake City, it is a bit of a far drive, Provo, but... Carpool. Yeah, carpool. Absolutely carpool. <laughs> but this is a th this is going to be a show that's worth it, because every single one of those bands puts on an amazing performance. Fight the future. That's who's <laughs> going on. Yeah, we played Despite Despair. We played Mandalore. We played Fight the Future on here. Uh, I have yet to hear Zodiac Killer. I have yet to... And I have yet to see Violent Unrest. I have always missed them. <laughs> I know. And that's the, for those of you who don't know, Violent Unrest is the side project of the Press Gang Union guys. Right. Uh, a few of them. Uh, the drummer for Press Gang Union, Paige, she actually sings in this band. And the singer from <laughs> Press Gang Union plays the drums in that band. Yep. Swip swap. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, get, so yeah, get down to that. Again, Provo Bike Collective, 397 East, 200 North. It's an all-ages venue, and it's going to be $5. $5 for six bands. Just, you can't even go wrong. <laughs> right. So, anyway, we're going to play a song from Stay Away. This is from their demo. came out in 2016. The song is What Would You Know?
love that closing line. When life hands you lemons, you move to the grove. It's called hometown pride, but what would you know? <laughs> uh, that's cool. So, yeah. You see what I mean by the riffs getting a little meaner in that project? Yes. <laughs> It's a good band, stay away. You get to go see them for five bucks. Yep. You pay five dollars to see them, and guess what? You get to see five other bands for free. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, seriously, like I'm pretty sure a lot of that money is gonna go to the uh, slash touring band. Right. So yeah. So yeah, definitely make it up. If you're in the Provo area, even better. This will give you something to do. Absolutely. Imagine there's not much to do down in Provo. Nothing cool like this, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Which, what's funny is actually the first time I saw PSO and their uh, other side band, Vital Organ, which was, you know, members of PSO, but different instruments, they actually, I actually saw them in this venue, the Bike Collective. Oh, cool. <laughs> yep. That was back in 2015. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Quite a, that was quite a stacked lineup as well. So, yeah. Get down to that show. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> well, then tell me what you have to say about your great cover to cover band. We'll move on to those. Okay, this band I discovered not too long ago, but this album has been quite captivating. It's really gathered my attention. This is a band called Viagra Boys. They are from Soldermam, Sweden. Yes. Good yeah. job. Yep. <laughs> I think I pronounced that correctly. I'm going to go with it. Yeah, th so they released an album back in 2018 called Street Worms, and it's a... We were talking about callbacks earlier this episode. This one calls back a bit to the 80s as well. Not quite in the synth pop sense, but a little bit more in the post-punk sense. The kind of a kind of darker and kind of a little bit more on the abrasive side. Okay. You know, music that still kind of had this uh, punk edge, but was still very, uh, very new wave with some of the ambient sound swells and whatnot. But I'm not, I'm not going to talk too much about it. Let's get into the first song I chose from here called Slow Learner.
definitely has a new wave sound. A new wave yep. <laughs> had a variety of sounds in and of itself. You know, like oh, you yeah. pointed out, the synthesizers. Uh, it had a variety of sounds, and sometimes just the way the the vocals would come across mm -hmm. is, is its own instrument in a, in a way or own differentiator compared to oh, yeah. to the rest and i really i agree that's cool we're yeah. playing a lot of unintentionally unless you were <laughs> but i wasn't coincidentally, planning this <laughs> yeah a lot of music that is pretty new you know some some of this being only a little over a year old that we're comparing to stuff that came yeah. out like 30 years ago yeah that's true yeah, I didn't intend for that, but I didn't either. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you picked Slow Learner. Now you also picked one more track, and it's called Sports. Tell me about that one. Yeah, it's called Sports. It's a bit of a. It wouldn't be much of a punk rock song if it wasn't a critical about the world around us. You know, talking about uh, as the title would suggest, they talk about how people are obsessing over trivial things such as like a sports team, right? You know, and I get it. Everyone's got their obsessions. I'm not much of a sports fan myself. I mean, I don't follow it. I am busy with other things, like looking for songs to put on this show. <laughs> for for one. <laughs> but yeah, but then it just goes deeper and deeper saying, it's like, oh, now you're just uh, so obsessed with how you're presented on the media, and you just don't know how to live without it now. So that's what this song is really about. That's That's what really stuck out to me about about this one was the lyrics. Well, let's hear those lyrics. Yes, I like to listen to that.
That is very butthole surfers esque. Yeah. Again, like uh, yeah, a lot of those '80s sounds in there, but also that kind of uh, uh, the wonky pre-alternative sound that came out in the like late '80s and early '90s. Right. Yeah. One thing I have to point out about that song, I love how intentionally repetitive it is, especially right towards the end. Yeah. It's almost kind of like it's saying we're stuck on this uh, hamster wheel of just like uh, <laughs> turning our brains off and just letting TV do the talking. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And we do it for sport. Sport. Sports. Yeah. So that was by Agri Boys. That was the uh, Street Worms album. It's been out for a couple of years. Listen to it if you haven't already. Um. And they got a they got an extensive catalog. They got quite a few albums out as it is. I think this is like their fifth album. Yeah, there's a few say. to look at. Yeah, when I was looking this up. Yeah, so you got a lot to choose from. I would. Uh, I'm still going down the rabbit hole listening to uh, their stuff because I was very impressed with this record. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, love. I love these weird sounds that are coming out of well everywhere really, but Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> I keep I keep discovering new stuff coming from Sweden. I do too. <laughs> That's quickly moving up. You, you know, as far as, uh, I try not to just single out a country, but you start noticing bands and, you know, bands that you enjoy and then where they're coming from. And, yeah. you know, always on my list is uh, the UK and mm. Germany's on there. But, yeah. you know, I've been noticing a lot more France, Netherlands, but Sweden. I mean, Sweden's up there. They, yeah. they have so much cool stuff. We've been playing a lot of bands from Sweden just in the last few weeks. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's been a go-to country for us. Right. Not even really intentionally. I didn't know no. these guys were from Sweden. <laughs> yeah, we don't. I, I never try to intentionally pick. Though I say that, and then on the next episode, I'm gonna pick all bands from either Australia or New Zealand area. It just happened to be a bunch, <laughs> and I thought I'll group them all together. But normally, I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. You say that for <laughs> punk and oi worldwide. Yes, exactly. That's it's got its place. Uh, here. My great cover-to-cover album is actually pretty new. One came out November 30th. It was Potato Pirates. Just, uh, you know, much like the Drowns album, I, I, I talked about that one a lot. Like, I hadn't had a chance to listen. I really want to listen. I like the band. There's just so yeah. many things, and I just hadn't got to it. Then I heard it, and I'm like, wow, I really like it. It's really cool, and I, I've, I know that's going to happen when I finally get a chance. Because I've heard some of the tracks off the Drowns. I just really haven't had a chance to listen to it all the way through. You know, just a track here or bits of a track there. Something like that. So now, back to the Potato Pirates. I did hear it. Hymns for the Wayward. Ton of tracks. They're out of Denver, like I said uh, early mm-hmm. on when we played Class Violence. Uh, two bands from Denver. This is the other one. They're going to be playing a punk rock bowling. They're one of the few club shows that are already announced. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yes. Uh, and so that one, if you can get to that one, definitely do. Uh, cool band. They already had good stuff before this, but this album turned out to be really good. So we'll jump right in. Shell of a Man is the last track on the album. I'm going to play it first. We're going to go <laughs> completely out of order here. And yeah, I picked two right. different tracks. I think they have different sounds to kind of show the the range that you might get when you hear this album from Potato Pirates. All right. I'm excited. Yeah. 
It's the last track on the album. Keep in mind, they're pirates. Albeit potato pirates, but they're still pirates. <laughs> Feel the ocean spray. Right? So, cool band. I like potato pirates. Are you a fan of the potato pirates? Yeah, I'm a fan of potato pirates. I listened to a few of their songs in... I don't know. The last uh, few years, I haven't been an avid listener, but what I've liked, I've really heard. I think the... But the song that really stuck out to me was the song Workhorse. <laughs> okay. Because that was the one that, uh, uh, that, one, that one was a little bit different than some of their uh, uh, more pirate-themed or even more uh, ska-themed, crack rock uh, sort of vibe. Because it felt more like a street punk and kind of a hardcore song. Okay. Playing to, playing to that edge a little bit, but I loved that one. I think they do come across with uh, you know, a bit of a variety in their sound. Uh, the other track, I really like this one. That's why I picked this one last. I think it, or not last, but second. I think it's somewhere around like five on the album, four or five, something like that. It is called Homeward Bound. Again, we're playing off of the hymns for the wayward.
Well, that sums up the Potato Pirates in two songs. Pretty much. <laughs> you got their little, uh, you got their more pirate-themed uh, multi-instrumentalists, and then you have that just straightforward, thrashing, bashing, old-school punk sound. <laughs> I like it. That was Homeward Bound. Again, Potato Pirates put out hymns for the wayward on November 30th of this last year, and they're from Denver. Yeah. Denver, Denver's got a lot of great bands coming. They do. So many good bands, both metal and punk, yes. and everything in between. Absolutely. Speaking of metal, let's play some metal tracks, wrap the show up. Yeah, let's do that. What do you got? We're both playing bands from New York. Yeah. I'll put that out there right now. One, the one that I chose is from Albany, New York, and this band came out in the, uh, in the time when metal and hardcore, the lines were so faint you couldn't tell them apart. This was <laughs> like the beginnings of metalcore as we know it, and... In the midst of bands like uh, Earth Crisis and Integrity and Snapcase and what have you, there was this one band from upstate New York called One King Down. They are one of those bands. Um, and yeah, a little more on the metal side than on the hardcore side. If you listen to hardcore, it came out in the 90s. You had like Slapshot, you had Blood for Blood, you had Strife. And then you had stuff that was leaning more like paying homage to these guys who grew up listening to Slayer and Metallica, and you hear that a lot in this One King Down song. It builds and builds. It's kind of like uh, the song South of Heaven by Slayer. Just those uh, just those ambient guitar riffs, and then it just keeps on building with new layers on it, and then it just explodes. And then it just says an onslaught of riffs for the next uh, four and a half, almost five minutes before it just builds into this rallying, uh, what do you want to call it? This rallying call for a pile up to the microphone is <laughs> when everyone climbs up and tries to get them get mic time, and yeah, I really love this one. It's a uh, I do like to play some more uh, metalcore songs on the show, but this one leaned a little more on the metal side for me, and that's just my opinion. But let's, let's all hear it and let's all pile up to that mic together at the end, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> you'll be chanting along with me.
Revenge. <laughs> off the Bloodlust Revenge EP. Yep. Off that EP. That's a that is a wild fucking song. They came out in nineteen ninety-seven. They're from Albany. You said all these things. The band that I picked is from New York also, but New York, New York. And this uh, their release came out in ninety-six. Oh. Again, a lot of you know uh we're just picking picks here, you know. He makes his picks, I make my picks. We just yeah. kind of put them on a shared spreadsheet, and we're not conferring like, "Oh, are you picking a New York band for your metal band?" <laughs> and, and was it released in the mid '90s? <laughs> Doesn't happen. It's just coincidental exactly. that we're making these picks. I don't know. Maybe they're uh, maybe we're all on the same uh, vibe 
vibe plane. <laughs> Maybe I'm looking too far into it. I don't know. They are one year apart. They weren't both 97 or 96, but... Different these, cities, too. <laughs> these tracks were only about six months apart. Just barely over six months is when these albums were released. So six months prior to the One King Down release of the Bloodlust Revenge EP, Orange 9mm released the album Tragic. And the track I'm going to play is Seven. Uh, I've seen them listed as post-hardcore. Interpretation, whatever, you know, as far as to what, <coughs> what you think the, the bands might be. You know, post-hardcore is taking on many forms. It can mean a band that sounds like uh, Fugazi or The Replacements, or it can mean a band that sounds like Silverstein. Right. Or, or even now, a band like a, I don't know, Dashboard Confessional. You know, it all. <laughs> if it has some tie in to like the old school hardcore, and it came out after the 1980s, it's post hardcore pretty much. Did, I don't know. Are you a fan, or are you familiar with Orange Nine Millimeter? I'm not familiar with Orange Nine, so. Yes, awesome. So you get to check them out. We'll we'll get your thoughts afterwards. Uh, they were formed in '94. They released this in '96. I think I saw them at a Warp Tour back in the mid-90s. Wow. <laughs> this is the track seven off of Tragic. That bass is awesome. Again, we had a bass intro in the last metal song. <laughs> a lot of correlations here. It's, it's distracting. <laughs>
that's no orange nine millimeter. That's not bad. Uh, as far as their uh, genre specification, here would be my take on it. Post hardcore is a is a subgenre that's become a genre in and of itself. It's got its own tree, pretty much. And you know, so many sounds attribute to the sound of post hardcore. But when I think of post hardcore, I think of like the the po the SST bands that came out after the demise of Black Flag, like Minutemen or Husker Du or the uh, Replacements, or even the Discord bands like Rites of Spring and Fugazi, like I said earlier. Or I think of like the millennial ones that came off of that screamo wave, like uh, Silverstein or Thursday, Thrice, At the Drive-In, all those types of bands. This reminds me of bands like uh, those kind of hardcore-esque bands that went in that more alternative wave. Bands like uh, Helmet come to mind. Incubus also comes in, too. And that's what these guys reminded me of. It kind of reminded me of that groove rock, uh, groove metal, kind of in that, kind of in that funky realm that was like, a, like what the Chili Peppers or what Faith No More was doing. Sure, you know, where a lot of hip hop and uh, funk elements were coming into the world of hard rock and metal. And there was a style of post hardcore that that came out and with that, but it wasn't really advertised as post hardcore. So I would say this is more like a I'd say this is more like a groovy alternative rock band <laughs> as opposed to post-hardcore. But maybe this wasn't the song that uh, attributes to that sound. Like I said, I'm not familiar with the band. So, sure. So maybe they do have stuff that is more like, a, okay, this is a post-hardcore band. Or, or did they release anything before this? Yes. This was their second album. So okay. they did have an album before this one. All right. So maybe their first one sounds a bit more, more post-hardcore-esque. But Could be. Yeah, probably. This is one thing I'll have to do a dive in. <laughs> check out Orange Nine Millimeter, so everybody else out there. If you like what you hear, check yeah. out Orange Nine Millimeter. They're out of New York. Uh, I don't know that they do anything or have done anything since the '90s. I liked them. I have the two albums, uh, not yeah. included and Tragic. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that definitely is a '90s sound. So. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> So we played our 90s uh, metal picks as they were. I'm putting quotations up there, speaking specifically about mine. Yeah. Take it as you want. Uh, I threw it in there, and I probably could have put it in a different section, but you know what? It's heavy. It's not so fast. In my mind, the hardcore would be, you know, the more beats per minute. This was less beats per minute, a bit heavier sound to it uh, as far as, you know, I, I think very bass-heavy throughout and it just gave me that impression so that's where i threw it yeah yeah much like my pick as well right <laughs> like, it walks that fine line it could either be a metal band or a hardcore band it really depends on what you're listening to sometimes it's just an onslaught of riffs and doesn't really have that uh, punk drum and that bump type of thing and it's more like a yeah, it's more metal style drumming. And they had the kind of squealing guitar every now and again in there too, which yeah. is not, you know, it's something more you're going to hear in a metal band mm -hmm. than you are going to hear in a punk band. Oh, yeah. Especially in a lot of those bands that were trying to adopt that Vision of Disorder sound, that kind of wonky, uh, kind of bendy, angular riffage. Yeah. <laughs> and that turned, a lot of those bands kind of uh, uh, were adopted by uh, Kurt Ballou of Converge. Okay. <laughs> and took... And basically took that into <laughs> unforeseeable heights because we all know how Converge sounds like. They right. sound wild. But 
those bands to me, they really kept it down to a more a more brutal style. You know, especially like how I was saying in the end, you have that uh that rally and pile up moment where everyone comes in to sing that one lyric and every band, and especially in the metal hardcore realm, had a moment like that. You know, One King Down had revenge, Earth Crisis had Firestorm to purify, and Disembodied had I'm gone. <laughs> just those parts where it's just like, all right, everyone, drop what you're doing and just yell. And that's it. <laughs> On that Orange Nine Millimeter song, you're gonna get that. What's fucking wrong with your head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, again, a lot of music came out because of hardcore paying its dues in the '80s. The Absolutely. '90s had an explosion of weird ass music. And if you do, <laughs> and if you do enough digging, you will see how much of it is direct is tied to the '80s underground scene. And I think we should stop there. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> or I'm going to go off. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed the show, everybody. This is episode 136. Eric, thank you for joining me. If you want to find the show, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, PlayRefM, SLCPunkCast.com. Numerous places. You found us at one. You can find us at a bunch. You can find these bands on Instagram at band underscore aid underscore brigade for Band-Aid Brigade. At Tinseltown Rebellion 1999 or 1999. At C O C C A B A L. That's for corrosion of conformity. And I don't know what the cable C A B A L is supposed to be for, but that's what it is hmm. on Instagram. At V Boys Stockholm. At Potato Pirates. At One King Down. At Orange 9MM NYC. And the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me, I am on Instagram, at scaryuncle underscore eric97. You can also find my band, Anonymous, at Anonymous Band SLC on Instagram. You can also find me on Facebook, Eric U. Norris. And you can find my band, at Anonymous SLC on Facebook. Excellent. Check those out. Come out and check out uh, Eric's band next time they play. And if you're in Salt Lake City this weekend... Go check out all those bands with uh, Stay Away. Yep. Uh, a bunch of great bands from Salt Lake City here, too. Once again, Provo Bicycle Collective, Feb- February 1st. Get there early, see all the bands. They will all bring their A-game. If you're not in Salt Lake City, but you'll be near Salt Lake City this weekend, it's only like a half-hour, 45-minute drive south. Yeah, it's really not that Salt bad. Lake. It's pretty close. You know, if you, can drive to, if you can drive to a different state to see a show, then you can drive to a different city. So. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really not that bad. <laughs> You can find these bands at Band-Aid Brigade Band, at Tinseltown Rebellion Band, at Corrosion of Conformity, at V-Boys Stockholm, at Potato Pirates, at One King Down Dot Official, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us yet again. Episode 137 will be next week. This wraps up 136. Any final thoughts, Eric? Well, as usual, thank you to all the frequent listeners, the guys who come back and... Listen to what we have to say. Take an hour and uh, take an hour and fifteen out of their day just to hear some people play some music and talk about said music. And hopefully, uh, hopefully you found something new. Hopefully you heard something uh, that you already knew but kind of forgot about. Or even if you heard something that you knew about but we're excited to hear it anyway. Yes, and thank you to all the people that share their music with us. I've got a, a whole bunch of emails that have come through that get submitted through the website, slcpunkcast.com, and they're all getting on the list, all great bands, a lot of good stuff. So if I haven't got back to you and you sent me something, just know I will. 
great stuff. Thank you again, and until the next time. Play the fucking outro.